0: Hi, I'm David. And I'm Maddie. And you're listening to Legend Logic. With episode thirteen, for bro, sure. I have
1: no idea. <laughs>
0: I was trying to do the math in my head. I think this is the seventh one I've written. Okay. And so I think that makes. But there this was 13. one
1: two-parter. I had one two-parter. Lump Mansion was two parts.
0: Oh, uh, okay, fourteen then.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. It's pretty good. Fourteen episodes.
1: I know most podcasts don't get past twenty episodes. So after we get past twenty episodes, oh. I'm gonna throw a party
0: past 20 okay Mm -hmm. we've not too far to go
1: no but it took us a year to get to i know (laughs) to get to 14 we have a lot
0: going on okay we do
1: we do have a lot going on but that's still no excuse it is though
0: well we're not placing blame on whose fault it is that
1: you shut your mouth (laughs) i saw that i saw that side eye
0: i said (laughs) we're not placing blame Mm -hmm. for the record
1: today Um, we're talking about
0: islands we've never heard of is the general topic
1: okay so islands that the general population may not know
0: yeah
1: okay what island did you pick
0: We're talking about The Lost Colony of Roanoke.
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: I had never heard of. But I feel like this is one, it would fall under the umbrella of, like, people who are interested in legends and history buffs. Sure.
1: Well, also, I feel like a lot of people know the name, but they don't, like, actually know the story. Mm -hmm. Or, like, a lot of people think they know the story, and then they hear it, and they're like, oh, I didn't didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm curious, because I feel like you've probably heard about this multiple times. Yes. So, I'm interested if you have anything to lend to this that Mm -hmm. I didn't find because, I don't know, I I have my own conclusions about this one.
1: Okay. See, this is the times where I tell myself, like, maybe I should research Mm -hmm. alongside you but not talk to you about it so that way I have something to contribute because I have things in my brain Mm -hmm. that are swimming about Roanoke right now, but they're not organized and they're not like, I haven't fact checked them. You know what I mean? Like my memory could just be wrong and I don't want to just like feed you a bunch of fake Mm -hmm. news, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yes. We getting started. Yep. Let's get it started. Ha. (laughs) Let's get it.
0: So just to start off as to where this was, When I think Roanoke, I think there's, like, a Roanoke, Virginia. I think there's, Mm -hmm. like, a city, Roanoke, Virginia, that I thought of immediately. And I was like, I don't think that's an island. No. But there is a Roanoke Island, which is in the Outer Banks off the coast of North Carolina, not Virginia.
1: David loves the show, Outer Banks.
0: I do. Along with most of you, Maddie hates it for some reason.
1: It's just, like, not good enough for how anxiety-inducing it is.
0: I think it's interesting because it's anxiety inducing, but it's also like kind of easy watching. No. Like it's not overly it's I was not stressed out the complex. whole
1: time. I loved it. You also have to be really careful about my mental state of mind when you start a show with me. Mm-hmm. If I'm not in a good mental health space, I'll hate anything. And then that mental health space will come back anytime that we turn it on again. Sorry.
0: That's unfortunate for you. Unfortunate. You missed out on a great show.
1: Anyway, Outer Banks, yes, Roanoke out Island, the Outer
0: Banks, North Carolina, off the coast of North Carolina. Our story's origin begins with Sir Walter Raleigh's ambitious idea to launch England's first attempt to settle in the New World. So just take it all the way back. Wonderful. And this was done, of course, with Lizzie or Queen Elizabeth's blessing. Of course, he did this through a series of three voyages in the in the 1580s. The first in 1584 successfully established a relationship with a Native American group known as the Algonquins on Roanoke Island. The second in 1585, so just a year later, was ultimately a failure as the group built a fort on Roanoke Island but ruined their relationship with the Algonquins and the majority of the Englishmen had to flee. Oh, So a whole bunch of spiciness happened. Essentially a violence broke out and many of the Englishmen had to catch a passing ship. Interesting. And, you know, hitch a ride back to England. The third in fifteen eighty seven is the one of interest in our story. Okay. This one carried our main character, scientist and ethnographer John White. When I first read the word ethnographer, I thought of map making. I don't know what the term is. Cartographer. Okay. Cartographer is the term for a map maker ethnographer is a term for a person who studies a certain branch of anthropology so he studied like cultures okay from, it's from like a certain perspective ethnography is but interesting anthropology cultures that was his thing interesting the goal of this particular voyage was to establish the first permanent English settlement on the mainland. Along for this journey was White's pregnant daughter, Eleanor, mm. and her husband, Ananias.
1: That's a name. Mm-hmm. Ananias.
0: Ananias Dare was his name.
1: Um, oh. I know, I liked it. That's very catchy.
0: Before reaching the mainland, however, the group decided to make a stop on Roanoke Island, this is in July of, this, of uh, 1587, to see if any of the men from the previous voyage still remained. After landing, however, the ship's captain refused to take them any further, so the group set about trying to create a permanent settlement on the island.
1: What was up with the captain? He just wasn't know. feeling it.
0: Uh, I would assume like the weather was bad, you know.
1: I feel like Queen Lizzie's over here giving you your orders, <laughs> Captain. You might Probably. just wanna.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess so. He was like a hired captain. I don't know. He didn't seem overly connected to the mission to the of the government? voyage. Yeah, so he was just like a hired. Yeah, hand? A hired hand. Yeah.
1: That's weird. Okay.
0: Yeah, but I could. I can also imagine perhaps the seas were rough there just between the island and the mainland like i can imagine maybe that was slightly treacherous so they tried to set about creating a permanent settlement on the island thankfully they already had sort of the fort that the previous voyage had built so they could go about you know trying to repair and and you know make what they could out of that eleanor also gave birth to their daughter virginia in august making her the first Child born to English parents in the New World. Her and,
1: name's Virginia. Yes,
0: her name's Virginia. Come on. And the first permanent English settlement was supposed to be named Virginia as yeah. well. I did not know the origin of the yeah. name Virginia. Do you know why Virginia, like where that name came from? No. It was supposed to honor their quote unquote virgin queen, Queen Shut Elizabeth. Up. Yeah. Shut up. Did not know that was Shut thing. your hole. <laughs> no i thought that was funny especially because everywhere i read that the the term virgin queen was in was in quotes
1: oh because she really wasn't
0: i yeah i i guess i don't know i don't know
1: did she ever get married Lizzie's, what did everybody uh, do sex
0: life i don't know what
1: did everybody do when she got married and then suddenly wasn't a virgin anymore I don't know
0: what to tell you
1: but that was a weird awkward holiday
0: potentially But yeah, I I also thought it was strange that they named their daughter Virginia when they were also going to name the settlement Virginia. Just seems sort of redundant.
1: I don't know. I feel like if we were going to colonize Mars and we knew that they were going to name the colony Virginia, we would be like, oh, wow, that'd be a cool name for a kid.
0: No, we would have to talk about it. Sure. You would probably win. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Problems quickly arose this time around on... Roanoke Island as they arrived too late in the season to grow their own crops and their relationship with the Native Americans that was already rocky due to the earlier expedition increasingly grew violent the particulars of that I didn't get into too much I know they grew violent I read either the Native Americans killed one of the colonists or the colonists killed one of the Native Americans and probably it resulted the,
1: probably the second way but. it
0: resulted in the colonists like attacking a nearby tribe that they thought was, like, responsible for it, but the tribe that they attacked was actually a friendly tribe. It was a whole mess. Anyway, things were not good. So, remember, they landed in July. Already by the end of August, the group asked White to return to England for supplies because they were already, like, you know, having much problems. Mm -hmm. Now, what I haven't mentioned yet that makes this task of going back to England to collect supplies incredibly complicated, however, Was that England was currently at war with Spain, and so ships and supplies were not readily accessible for non-war related activities.
1: See, this is when little Lizzie over there, Queen Bee herself, says, hey guys, we're in a war. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going to colonize right now. Yeah. I'm just going to bring everybody home. And we're all just going to hang out until the Spanish and us calm down.
0: Yeah. This is not the time
1: for new exploration.
0: I agree. Anyway, so when they send John White back... They had been on Roanoke Island for two months max. Because of the war, John White was not able to return to Roanoke Island for three years. It's such a long time.
1: That must have been torture.
0: Yeah. And they're already struggling with supplies after two months. So, like, what are they going to do for these three years? Well, when John White returns after these three years, he makes it back in 1590 and he finds a completely deserted village. Sure. Sure. Homes seem to have been taken apart and removed, and there was only one clue as to what may have happened to those who were left behind. The letters C-R-O-A-T-O-A-N, or Croatoan, carved into a post, as well as C-R-O carved into a tree. Seems mysterious. We obviously don't necessarily know what that means, but we'll get into some possible meanings here. So what could have happened we have several potential explanations the first one is that they died from natural causes so this could have included starvation or disease or a hurricane of some kind all seem possible again given the state of things when white left the group being decimated by starvation or disease hardly seems far-fetched sailing from america to england in those days could take anywhere from six weeks to four months and mostly depended on the weather so it was like completely based on luck but surely they would have expected White to return with additional supplies within a year, and he didn't come back for three years. So at some point, you can assume they started to panic. The second potential theory is that they were attacked. Obviously, relationships with the Native American groups were already not good and were violent, so again, seems like a possible potential theory that they were attacked by the Native Americans and just completely decimated in that regard. Another potential explanation is that they just left. Those who remained could have just opted to leave, They likely wouldn't have attempted to sail for England, given their lack of supplies, but potentially they could have gone for the mainland or another nearby island. The group could then have died out elsewhere, gotten lost at sea, or potentially our last explanation, which is they could have integrated with a local tribe. Obviously, there was no evidence of this happening with a native group located on Roanoke Island. If they had just integrated with a group on the same island, John White likely would have been able to see evidence of that. So it probably would have had to involve them relocating to another place and integrating with a local tribe elsewhere. I have to think that this story must have been one that in conjunction with ghost ship stories such as that of the queen mary Mm -hmm. is the one i immediately thought of that these stories inspired a whole genre of spooky ghost stories that people are familiar with sure but unfortunately i think this is a situation in which the reality is a lot less creepy or mysterious than the fiction that it may have inspired fiction stories that this could have inspired include stories of alien abduction perhaps is another explanation people have come up with there was also an episode of supernatural in which croatoan is the name of a demonic virus oh. that pops up i also heard you know people talking about cannibalism sure that could be something that happened but i think that ghost ship stories in particular to me ghost ship stories hold much more mystery than the lost colony of roanoke and i'll explain why what seems to often be left out in the telling mm-hmm. of this story is that Croatoan is a term that people, including white at the time, would have known, referred to a group of Native Americans that were friendly to the settlers, located on an island just south of Roanoke, now known as Hatteras Island. Some sources referred to the island as Croatoan Island, and some referred to the Native group that way. So I'm not sure which one it was, but John White should have known what what they were talking about when he saw that term. And he reportedly attempted to reach that island, but was turned away by a hurricane and eventually just returned to England, which I thought was interesting because, like, this is your family. This is your daughter and your granddaughter that you think possibly ended up at this island and he, like, never went back mm-hmm. or he let a hurricane, like, turn him away from it. It seems interesting to me. Like, I feel like I would have tried a little harder. There were additional attempts to find the lost settlers, including by Jamestown settlers 20 years later, but all were unsuccessful. The most likely explanation to me is that the remaining settlers split up, some to the mainland, but likely the majority to modern day Hatteras Island, and integrated with the tribe over time. This is aided by reports from John Smith, Captain John Smith, that we all know and probably not love, but...
1: We don't love him, but we know him.
0: This is aided by reports from John Smith later that Native Americans in the Chesapeake area recalled seeing Europeans before he arrived. Now, I'm not overly confident that that was the remaining people from the colony of Roanoke just because there were like Spanish explorers that were exploring the New World around the same time another potential explanation for that one but there's also a wealth of archaeological evidence showing a mix of native american and english pieces on hatteras island additionally many years later when more europeans met the native americans on hatteras island some could speak english and had blue eyes now that seems like a pretty good piece of evidence for what probably happened but the second most convincing if if you don't buy into that one the second most convincing explanation to me is that the group left the island and died at sea because i think there is no place that people can disappear without a trace more easily than in the ocean because the ocean's freaking scary the others don't really hold much water for me personally considering there were no remains left behind on the island and that wasn't one that i really thought of until i dived into some of the sources that i looked at but if you think about it if people died of starvation or if people died of disease or anything like that at least the first couple people who died probably would have been buried by the people who, who were surviving so you would find some evidence of that happening but there was none mm-hmm. if they all died suddenly by a hurricane or they were attacked the homes likely wouldn't have been like taken down like that unless that was done by Native American groups potentially but that also doesn't seem overly likely to me That seems to rule out, to me, everything outside of the explanation of perishing at sea, integrating with a local tribe, and unfortunately it doesn't take out of the equation potential alien abduction. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, this was honestly a slightly disappointing story for me. The potential of, like, any supernatural or alien-type activity happening here seems pretty low. It seems like a pretty straightforward explanation to me and again ghost ships are much creepier to me because the ocean is scary i have to read i I just need to say that again but yeah
1: you love the ocean
0: i do love the ocean i but i i don't You respect the sea. It's scary, okay? (laughs) But yeah, so it seems pretty cut and dry to me, honestly. I'm curious what your thoughts are, what you came away with from other tellings of the story that you've heard, especially some of the sources that I read that talked about sort of what I talked about in terms of the evidence that they found on Hatteras Island and everything. There were so many comments (laughs) that were like, people disappeared, and then, you know, all that remains is the name of a a nearby island. What could have possibly (laughs) happened? Like... Seems pretty clear to me, but I don't know. What do you think? Is there some piece to the story that I'm missing?
1: So I haven't listened to any podcasts or read about this in a long time. So I feel like I'm missing something because I know I've listened to podcasts that are like three and four parters on Roanoke. So Mm -hmm. like they got deep into it. Yeah. So there's more to it. Mm -hmm. I just don't remember all the details. I remember agreeing that they just went to a neighboring island and integrated with Native Americans specifically because of the people who could speak English and had blue eyes. Mm -hmm. That was like a dead giveaway there. Like even if it was only a couple of survivors. Right. That's the surviving... That's where they were. Yeah. Why they wouldn't be like, hey, how do you guys know English? Mm -hmm. What's your lineage? Who's your great-grandma? Like, can you tell us more? Like, that surprises me that that Mm -hmm. was not dug into. Yeah. But that would be my explanation for them. Like, clearly, they were not attacked or... Like, I've seen people who have who have said things like hurricanes or, like, rogue waves or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's clearly not it because their homes were in perfectly good condition. They took them apart to maybe use to do something else. Sure. Like, what was that? There's no evidence of violence, no evidence of illness. Mm-hmm. I could vibe with they were taken by aliens, sure.
0: <laughs> I saw some sources that I talked about said they feel like the idea that they integrated with a local tribe is sort of ignored to some extent, or it's not given as much weight as it should because when they think of like the early settlers and their relationship with native Americans, it's all about violence and it's all about like conflict. And so this thought that, like, English settlers could have just gone somewhere and been peaceful and integrated with a local tribe just seems really, like, as a foreign idea, I feel like, to a lot of people.
1: I mean, if we were dying and a group who'd lived there for a long time and knew what they were doing mm-hmm. had survived on this land much longer than us... yeah. I would volunteer. I would uh, raise my hand and ask for membership in this community. I agree. I
0: mean, I I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good story.
1: I'm sure that they had to let go of some customs or, like, learn new traditions. I'm sure things were very uncomfortable here and there about Mm. it. And they may not have even done it happily, for all we know. It could have been they did it to survive, and it was very traumatic for them. And, like, Mm -hmm. they didn't want to do it. Like, that could very well be. But... If that's how you you lived then mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you like
0: I think it was really interesting for me to think about what it was like for the people that were left on the island and like how long it took them to be like, all right, we have to figure out something else. We just can't wait for John White to return. I mean, they
1: had to know that it wasn't going to go well if they were already in in need of supplies after two months and knew he wouldn't be back for like six months to a year. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that is what it is. Like,
0: I mean, they would have had to figure out, at least for that year, they would have to figure out how to self-sustain, how to grow their own crops this that, and the other thing but well clearly then, that didn't go well either
1: well then they also they don't know anything about the weather here
0: mm-hmm. how bad
1: do the winters get they don't know how yeah. hot do the summers get they don't know like it's just
0: interesting now i'm because i thought so much about ghost ships while i was doing this I was about to say, you
1: started bringing up ghost ships and I was like, why are you, what are we talking about? Well, because that's
0: what, like when I think of like, oh, some, like people are left somewhere and then somebody comes back and they're just mysteriously completely gone. I think of ghost ships before I think of, but that's also because I had never heard this story before.
1: My story is in the same genre. Really? Yeah.
0: Is there a ghost ship thing in our, in our treasure chest? Yeah. Sweet. Those are so creepy to me. Facebook threw up something on my feed not too long ago, that was, like, it was just one of those things that, like, pops up that, like, it's from a page that you, like, don't follow whatsoever, sure. but it was, like, a picture, and it was talking about ghost ships, and it was, like, and, you know, there was no source on this or whatever, but it said ghost ships are, like, a phenomena that happened like, relatively regularly and has happened pretty regularly, and the latest ghost ship thing to have happened was, like, within the last couple of years. Oh, really? Yeah, even with, like, all the modern day, like, communication and
1: what kind of ship was it? Do you know?
0: I have no idea. I didn't dig into it anymore. I didn't have the name of the of the latest ship. See, this supposedly. is why
1: David and I will sometimes like uh, dream about what it would be like to be rich, like mm-hmm. super, super wealthy. Like if we had like a private yacht and stuff, this is why we would not do that. <laughs> because this, the boat would be big enough that yes, it's impressive and it's comfortable and it'd be really cool, but it would also be small enough for that to happen. Yeah. My name will not be attached to a ghost ship.
0: You would love that.
1: I don't want to die via ghost ship. No, but... If you want (laughs) to disappear via ghost ship, I'll live to tell your tale, but I'm not going to do it.
0: I think if you could choose one way to pass away or to disappear, you would love for your name to be attached to a legend.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. You're right. But I don't like the ocean enough to die at sea, so... That's fair. I would want it to be more of, um... I don't know. I just disappeared out of thin air and y'all thought I was, like, kidnapped by aliens or... Maybe I would die on a bridge and then everybody would say I was like the, the lady in white or the lady in blue or the lady in black. Just walked along the bridge looking for her lost love.
0: Oh, I'm not lost though.
1: But I would be because I'd be dead. Mm-hmm. I would be lost from you. Mm-hmm. So therefore you would be lost from me, lost love.
0: Sure, sure. Wait, and so, so why, and so why don't you want to die at sea? Because the ocean, because the is, ocean is scary. scary. Yeah.
1: And I don't like sharkies.
0: Mm-hmm. Sharks are not what scare me about the ocean. but
1: What scares you about the ocean?
0: The fact that you can just disappear. Yeah. You can just disappear at the ocean.
1: The, the thing that freaks me out about the ocean is there's like absolutely no way that we've discovered all the things that live in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's
0: no. You can fall into the water and then just like no one will ever find you. You will be gone forever.
1: This is coming from the man who wants me to go scuba diving and snorkeling and parasailing and all this stuff yes. on our bucket list. And I'm literally like, why are you telling me these scary stories?
0: That's the thing. I, I keep saying the ocean is scary. I, don't, I love going on cruises. I love snorkeling, scuba diving. I love being in water. I love the beach. But I don't want to go out on a creepy vessel and just like for months at a time. No. I don't want to do that.
1: No. I have a hard time. I have to wear water shoes into the ocean because I refuse to step plain feet on the sand down there. I don't like it when I can't see my legs. It freaks me out. What if something takes one of them and I can't even see what did it? Guys,
0: you should have seen her try to get into... What, Lake Michigan? What is this? Literally,
1: yeah, Lake Michigan. Yeah. I was so afraid. You don't mess with lakes. Mm -hmm. You respect the water. There are too many lake cryptids Mm -hmm. that I'm not messing with.
0: You know, I was already in it and I was respecting the heck out of that lake.
1: I understand, (laughs) but they know that I know. Mm -hmm. They can sense my fear and knowledge you respect them Mm -hmm. that's their water leave it alone
0: i wasn't not respecting them by being in (laughs) it you're
1: i'm stressed (laughs) you are it also doesn't help that it wasn't like a beach like it wasn't like i could have slowly walked in Mm -hmm. you just have to climb down into a ladder because it's like all covered with rocks in the park that we were at yeah and then on top of that you can't, like, jump in. I had mm-hmm. to slowly enter. And, like, all I could hear in my head was... Dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh, no. I made you, like, hold on to me the entire time. And mm-hmm. then I got out as soon as I felt like I had satisfied my my requirements of swimming in Lake yeah. Michigan. I was going
0: to say, so as soon as you said you swim in Lake Michigan, you were done. Oh, yeah. You were out of
1: there. 100%. I did a, I did a few strokes, stood on a rock folded around, stubbed my toe underwater I don't remember on a that. rock. Yes, I stubbed my freaking toe on a rock underwater. How? Don't know. And then did a few more strokes, climbed up the ladder and got out. Mm-hmm. Got out. Yeah. Didn't want it.
0: It went super well. No. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the first episode of Islands You've Never Heard Of. Do you mm. want to give us a sneak peek of what yours is going to be about?
1: Oh, I don't think so.
0: No. Well, Do you know wa- what it's going to yeah. be about?
1: Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want everybody to go and like look it up.
0: Oh sure. Because sure.
1: then it won't be an island they never heard of. Mm-hmm. But I will say it's an it's an island, obviously. Um, it is a lighthouse story. Ooh. And it's a ghost lighthouse. You
0: love a lighthouse.
1: Oh, I oh, I love a lighthouse. Ugh, love it. <laughs> if you told me that we could buy, like, a tiny little island that had an old lighthouse and, like, refurbish it to make it our home, mwah.
0: perfection. We'd live in a lighthouse. Oh, yes,
1: sir. <laughs> especially, I mean, especially if it was one that was just, like, on the mainland. Like, we didn't have to have a boat to, like, drive to and from our house. Like, that would be the nicest part of it. But, yes, if you told me that we could live in a refurbished lighthouse, like, redesigned to like fit all of our our needs but like it's a like yes 100% we would be fit <laughs> as heck with all those stairs
0: yeah let's do super fit <laughs> you know what i read not too long ago is you can we could go to the netherlands and we could take a class and then we would be allowed to like live in a windmill like a historic windmill and like run it i don't know what exactly windmills do and what their function is but
1: Why aren't we doing that (laughs) right now?
0: Apparently, like, you have to take a class that takes months to, like, learn everything. What does a windmill do? And then there's, like, a waiting list to do it.
1: Does it produce energy?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: Thanks for listening. If you want to, you can follow us on Instagram at LegendLogicPodcast or send us an email at LegendLogicPodcast at gmail.com. We hope you keep listening. Bye! (laughs)